Welcome to the fifth episode of Profs Radio, the show to A-star your business by learning from entrepreneurs on experience how to solve problems. I'm your host, Peter Martin, director of Profs.biz, the only digital company you need to run your business easier, quicker and cheaper. Today, we have Twitter guru, Making from Making Tea. Good morning, Making. Do you want to say hi to the listeners and tell them about what you do? Hi, so my name is Making Sang, my first name is Making, and I'm from Making Tea. Ta da! <laughs> and I am a T-note speaker, social media correspondent, a tea consultant, social media consultant, uh, and I love, love Twitter. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Loving the energy this morning. <laughs> Definitely had your tea, I think, this morning. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and uh, how you've got to where you are today? How have I got to where I am today? Gosh, well, it all started when my mother, no, <laughs> laughing at my own joke. Um, how did I start? Well, I actually had a job. Uh, I was a corporate girl and, uh, and then a friend of mine asked me to go into business with him. And I thought, gosh, I'm a corporate girl. I like traveling around the world. That's what I do. And he said, no, no, you'd be great. Let's start a business together. So that's how it started. And um, when we explored the, uh, the role of um, being a business owner, we had different visions for our business. So uh, we kind of stepped away from each other, but we're still good friends, which is great. And then that was when Making Tea started, really. So that was in London. And then uh, uh, I think it's about uh, six months later, got given an opportunity to relocate to Australia. So I had to start my business again from scratch. Uh, and it was social media, social media that really got me to where I am today uh, and got me to where I, I got to in Australia. So, you know, appeared on TV a couple of times, radio, managed to work with an amazing global artist, um, amazing chefs, award-winning chefs and all sorts. It was an amazing experience. Um, and then uh, immigration said, no, you can't stay, go back home. <laughs> so I had to go home uh, about two and a half years ago. So I had to start my business again from scratch. But it was amazing because all the six years that I was in Australia, made a lot of mistakes, had a lot of successes too. And so I sort of took stock of what I did and uh, became a bit more strategic, a bit more focused when I came back. And, uh, and then that was it really. So um, that's what got me here today. That was a bit longer than you expected. No, no, that, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> and, and you're right there. It's, it is always good to kind of look back, reflect, kind of plan things a little bit more strategic, learning from the problems that you've had and kind of improving it. So you did touch on there that you'd had some successes and obviously some issues. Is there maybe a problem that you have had in your business that you could maybe share with the profs listening today? Do you know, I think um, one of the biggest lessons that um, I would say for anyone who is in business or think of starting a business or uh, is wanting to grow the business is really deal with the conversations in your head, the old mindset. Because, yes. you know, you're going to have these demons and say, no, you're not good enough. And then you've got friends and family who'll tell you, yeah, not good enough. Who do you think you are? And you just got to push them away. You've just got to stop listening to them, you know? And they all love you dearly. You know, all your friends and family, they love you. They're just trying to protect you. You know, that's what all they're doing is trying to give you a big duvet to wrap around you, protect you. But no, as a business owner, you want to take that duvet off and just venture out on your own. We get a bit of help and support, yep. you know? So as well as the mindset thing, you know, if, if you are succumbing to the demons in your head, then 
you need to hang out with positive people. You need to hang out with other business owners, other entrepreneurs, you know, and feed from them, you know, learn from them. I mean, I don't mean milk them dry, mm -hmm. but, you know, just really take in the lessons that they're trying to give you, learn from them and give back. Because when you learn and give back, other things, amazing things will come to you. So the mindset, definitely. It's very true. Like, there's, there's a saying that I really love, and it's quite a cliche one, but it's, if you think you can, you can, and if you think you can't, you can't. Yes. And it's absolutely oh, true, yeah. absolutely yeah. true, yeah. Uh, in, in most cases. But, absolutely, but, yeah. But I mean, a couple definitely... of days ago, I couldn't. No, I could not. But today, <laughs> yes, I can. That's, I can definitely feel that energy <laughs> coming from you, loving it. So we've heard a little bit there about how we can solve that problem with uh, talking and being with positive people. But before we go and find out how making has, has applied that in her life uh, and in her business. I would just like to tell you uh, a little bit about our community, Entrepreneur Profs, where you can meet other entrepreneurs and learn from them, as well as find all the tools that we recommend. Just go to entrepreneur.profs.biz. You can also join our free Entrepreneur Profs Facebook group. So you've touched on there a bit that sometimes you have to fight with the demons uh, and the whole mindset thing uh, and you said a little bit of that was like hanging around with positive people people that obviously think along the same way length as you which people who are employed or family and friends may not be is there anything that you've kind of implemented within your business and uh, maybe any tools and stuff to help you along with that mindset and, and resolve that issue yeah so as i mentioned you know when i came back to the uk i just became more strategic more focused so strategy is everything now you know, there's a lot of business owners who are creatives and they want to, you know, go with the flow, get that, completely get that. But just a teeny little bit of strategy really goes a long way as well. Because I do believe in, you know, what will be will be, you know, and, uh, and the universe can present us with some amazing opportunities and so on. But we also do need to sort of fight, you know, the, you know, going through the forest and break down a few branches to get to where we are. And by creating a strategy that will help you. So, you know, when I came back to the UK, it was effectively starting my business from scratch. No one knows who I am. You know, uh, so I had to work really hard to get known. You know, I had to work hard to build relationships. I had to work hard to um, be likable, I suppose. And hopefully people like me, they like the information that I'm um, sending out and hopefully they will buy from me, you know. And so by becoming more strategic and focused, that was what I did. One of the things that I definitely did uh, differently was I stopped being a people pleaser. <laughs> Good one. Very good one. <laughs> so, you know, when, you know, you were talking about your, um, your Facebook group, which is, uh, you know, amazing. And, you know, I created a Facebook group in Australia seven years ago be before it became a thing, but I was a people pleaser. So I would spend three, four hours answering the calls, you know, the comments, trying to help people connect people with this, that, and the other, but I forgot to help myself. So my business suffered. You know, so I would get in all these people who liked what I was doing at Queensland Business, but was it helping my own business? Probably not. Just a little bit, but not enough, you know. So I think that um, one of the things that I do did differently was to stop being a people pleaser. When I became more strategic and, strategic and focused, I only helped people in the areas that I ought to. So although I've been in business for a while mm -hmm. and I could comment on various aspects of business, I'd rather just talk about Twitter. 
you know i'd rather just talk about social media yep. you know that's the only thing you know even though i could talk about you know setting up a business or you know hiring people or or, or writing blogs or whatever but you know get the experts on those areas you know i don't need to talk, answer those questions i'll just focus on the twitter and social media so that's what i did that freed up a lot of my time and uh, another tip <laughs> which i actually got from the lovely andrew and pete yep. we love andrew and pete don't we we do go check them out if you haven't seen them before uh on youtube and uh andrew and pete uh, actually it was pete who saw my phone and all these notifications are popping up pop, 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 pop. he said what are you doing and because I was distracted, I kept looking at my phone, you know, and picking up the phone. Do I really need to see the latest tweet that's, you know, the latest person that's tweeted me? No, it's not that important. So he recommended switch off all my notifications, everything, emails, WhatsApp, Messenger, Twitter, socials, everything. And that's freed up so much out that's of my freed time. Up so much time. Oh my God. So that's something that I did differently. There's quite a few uh, Chrome extensions and things you can get, can't you, to kind of restrict when you get your emails and things like that and right. all sorts of little handy little apps, I think, that, that can help you that. But you are right. You can't be a people pleaser. We have our target market, our niche. And you look at the Marmites like Gary V, and they're just <laughs> phenomenal, aren't they? And it's so much better. It's better to get people that really like you or dislike you rather than having all these lukewarm followers who probably aren't going that's to buy. A, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's much better to have re raving fans, I think, <laughs> than lukewarm. But thank you for sharing quite a lot of your journey there and, and giving quite a lot of tips and value uh, to those. Is there, a so as, as a Twitter guru, what is your top tip to maybe improve followers on Twitter? Well, for a start, stop looking at your followers to see you know, how many <laughs> followers you've got. <laughs> you have to be present. Yep. You know, if you want to grow your following, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram, Facebook, you have to be present. You have to actually use it. You know, if you schedule everything to go out, mm -hmm. people will figure that out pretty quickly, you know. Okay. And on Twitter especially, it's your favorite platform as well isn't it peter and so it's all about engaging it's all about talking to each other like humans how would you talk to the person if they were st stood in front of you mm -hmm. that's how you talk on twitter that's how you engage and when you become more engaging you help people without any expectation of wanting something in return or expecting something in return that's how you grow your numbers you know so be present and how can you be present you know we'll get involved in twitter chats um, so twitter chats uh, are an hour of your time um, and there are lots of twitter chats about all aspects of um, topics so you know i have um, a twitter chat about tea that i get involved in you know um, there is a twitter chat about oh, well there's lots of twitter chats to do with social media or to do with business that i learn you know where i learn from others um, you know but getting involved in those conversations just get involved i think when people get obsessed with the number of followers they have you're sort of distracting yourself from the real folk you know from the real um focus of what you're trying to do and in order to grow your numbers if you get upset about how many followers then it, it's really not going to be um a great strategy there are so many people who lurk on social media right yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing your head because you're one of them <laughs> me too right <laughs> right so you know you're trying to capture those people who are lurking mm. and because they're lurking 
they're not going to like you, they're not going to retweet you, they're not going to talk to you um, for whatever reason, but if you're not present in the platform itself, then you're never going to get captured, you know, you're never going to um, capture their attention. This happened to me uh, a couple of days ago, actually, I put out a comment um, and um, no, it was a dedication as it were. He hasn't passed away, but it was a dear friend of mine. And um, I just, you know how Facebook kind of throws the memories of, uh, you know, yeah. six years ago, you did something like this or whatever. And it was a lovely memory, memory cherished memory, loved it. So I wrote a little dedication to, to my friend and a few people like Delala. A couple of days later, someone who went to a networking event that I, uh, that I was at, he said, uh, oh, was that your boyfriend? And so we had a bit of a conversation and I thought, wow, that chap who read that post didn't like it, didn't share, didn't comment. And yet he knew about what I'd written. So, you know, same on Twitter, same Facebook, Instagram, you need to get into the conversation. And if you look at the post and think, oh, I didn't get a like, I didn't get a share. You never know someone may have seen it. You never know quite the impact that you're having and the seeds that you're sowing. I like what you say there about talk to people online as you would face to face yeah. because it's like when people get in a car and suddenly get the roadway, it's like online they become different people <laughs> and there's things that they would say and post that actually to your face they would never do it. And, I mean, I've, been, I've probably been guilty of it, <laughs> but it's like online it's just different personalities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and, and lastly, what is your favourite software or tool that you would most recommend? My favourite software or tool? My gosh. Well, apart from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking about strategic and focus, right? Yep. So what I like to do is to measure what's mm. happening. So on a week to week basis, I actually have a couple of um, programmes that actually send me an email a t-mail okay. <laughs> to see whether um you know the engagement has increased or um you know uh i don't really look at who's following me who unfollows me because there's lots of yeah. you know programs that you know follow people as messaging stuff but i look at the engagement and the reach that's really important so samol.com s-u-m-a-l-l.com they'll send you an email every week uh to see how you uh, you fare and it's not just on twitter i think it's some other platforms as well uh, and then one that is specific to uh twitter is uh tweets map okay. and that actually shows you um where your tweets are reaching which countries which uh, best performing cities least performing cities and so on so i like to have a look at that as well that sounds really good it's like uh, google analytics for twitter yes like, that sounds yeah really, but really uh, good. actually the twitter analytics are pretty amazing anyway the you know the native analytics so yeah you should definitely look at that too before you go how can people connect with you and would you recommend uh, anybody that we should interview for this podcast well I think, well, you can connect on me on Twitter, of course, of course. at Making Tea, M-A-Y-K-I-N-G-T-E-A. Uh, I am starting to get into Instagram as well, okay. I have to say. So, you know, you can catch me there if you prefer Instagram and my stories. Um, and who would I recommend on your show? Well, on Twitter, as I said, you know, you can get involved in um, Twitter chats, you know, build a rapport, build a community and so on. And I'm actually involved in a community that isn't a Twitter chat, but it's an okay. ongoing chat. So it's not every hour. It's just when you go in, you know, when you're free and so on. And the hashtag is SMBesties. Okay. Okay. Now, anyone who is included in the SMBesties thread 
will get a lot of notifications throughout the day. So it is possible to mute your notifications mm -hmm. if you want to. Uh, but what's great about the community is that we are all business owners and we all get to know each other. We all, you know, talk about our family life and so on. But now and again, we will you know, ask each other a question and uh, about uh, business and then we go in and help each other out. So I would go into the, um, hash, you know, search on SM Besties okay. and, uh, and have a look and put a call out to see if anyone else will be on your podcast because I think that it is such a beautiful community. No one is better than the other. No one is bigger than the other. And we all go in and help. And we are all, we're global. You know, there's people in Europe, people in America, uh, in the uh, in the chat also. Contact SM Besties. SM Besties, let's uh, go and check those out. <laughs> we always ask for recommendations because as we know in business, referrals is what kind of is the best form of marketing that you can do. And there's always people that I won't know who could probably add loads of value to you guys listening. And that's why the recommendations are always us. Thank you for coming on the show today. I do really appreciate it. Love the energy. <laughs> do you just want to mention anything about the book that you're writing? Well, so you're actually giving it a bit of a plug. <laughs> yes, might as well. Well, you know, before we went online, we were talking about how, you know, um, when we were in business, we may have done some study mm -hmm. and so on. And we see these speakers who have made their gazillions and they're up there and they're talking about, you know, sharing their stories of when they first started in business. But um, we don't know what happened in the middle, you know, the different rungs, rungs of the ladder. Yeah. And so... That's what I want to do with my, you know, with my book. So my book is called From Making Mistakes to Making It Happen. Currently writing it. Do you see what I did? There? I did. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to share with you the first few rungs of the ladder. And I want to, you know, I'm quite open about yep. the mistakes that I've made, uh, the successes that I've had. Success means different things to everyone. I haven't made the, you know, the dizzy heights of your Gary V's, your Andrew and Pete's or whoever, right? But I have learned a little bit over the last 10 years of being in business. And so I want to share some of that. Um, and uh, yeah, you know. If you are interested in that book, keep following uh, <laughs> Making on Twitter and other social media platforms remember to check out our community and facebook group go a star your business today